0: Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Anthony Kent. And I'm Derek Morris. Whether you're a full-time pastor or a lay leader in your local congregation, God wants you to be a powerful Christian leader. And Anthony, the topic today will be really helpful. Exactly. Well, today's program we're looking at the priorities of the local church, but what's particularly exciting me. Is our, our guest for this, this program. You know, Pastor Paulson has blessed the lives of so many leaders. And to be able to listen to him, it, it, to me, it's like listening to the Apostle Paul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just wisdom that could help both young pastors and older pastors to maximize impact for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Considering the experience that he's had five decades in, in ministry as a pastor, a missionary an author, a college administrator, a college president, uh, and ultimately as leader of the the world church, the Adventist church. That was a very, you know, it's a significant ministry that he's he's experienced and and been a part of. And I'm looking forward to the practical insights that we'll learn on the program today. Stay with us for more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is the priorities of the local church, and our guest is Pastor Jan Paulson. Pastor Paulson, thanks so much for for joining us on Ministry in Motion. Thank you. You've had a very fortunate experience. For more than 50 years, you've had the opportunity to travel around the world, Mm -hmm. minister around the world, and to see the church and its thousands of congregations in many different lands. Yeah. From that perspective, what would you identify as the priorities of the local church? Uh,
1: you know, Anthony, uh, it's true. I, I've seen the church globally, the, the large international community. And it's a big community, you know, multiple millions. Yes. And, you know, some people, when they think of the church, what's the church? They, they tend to, oh, the church is some, some of you people sitting in an elected office somewhere, in a headquarters. The church is people. Exactly. And all of us, um, we are equally a church together. We are a community of faith, a spirit-filled community.
0: So it's not the buildings and uh, it's...
1: uh, uh, Granted, we have to meet somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. We meet
1: somewhere. But the church is not not confined, as it were, to a, a building. Uh, nor is it to any position anyone holds. A president, I was president of this, of the World Church. I was no more the church than my brother and sister in the local congregation is the church. Together we make up the community. When I think of the priorities of the church, maybe I think globally, and maybe I could express what I see, what my vision for what the priorities of the church are, and that then has to be translated in, how they should find expression at local church level.
0: Yes.
1: I would say that the first, the greatest, the biggest, the most important thing for the church to remember is that we are here with a mission to accomplish. Ah, right. Christ said, I want you to be my witnesses. I have an assignment for you. This is what you must be and how you must function. I want you to tell them everywhere about me. Tell them yes. about salvation. Tell them about the future. Let them feel this the, the inviting spirit mm-hmm. come out from the church that will touch the lives, change the lives of people and draw them to Jesus Christ. So I would say the first foremost priority of the church is to remember we are here to perform a mission.
0: Right. And how, <clears throat> how would you identify or how would you describe that mission? Is it something to do with the, the doctrines of the church, or is it more in terms of the identity of the church, or does it go back more to to, to Jesus?
1: I think the mission of the church, first of all, uh, spans the whole spectrum of mm. our activities. Right. Uh, sometimes we tend to think, ah, the mission of the church we conduct when we preach, or when we we, we you know run a public uh, broadcast series or, or, or evangelistic series or whatever. Well. That is part of it. Yes. But every activity that the church is involved in yes. must be mission. Whether it be running a hospital, and as you know, globally we, we operate some six, 700 hospitals and clinics, or running a school, and we run some 8,000 of these globally. Everything we do must have the stamp of Christ's mission, Christ's imprimatur on it. Right. If it doesn't have it, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy, waste of effort. It's got to lead people to Christ, and it must be able to communicate the values that Christ has taught us in the written word. And that is what we embrace and what we want to communicate. And
0: and what would you describe those values as?
1: Well, I I think, first of all, um, uh, 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 Christ has taught us what kind of a future he offers us, what kind of a life we should live in preparation for the future, in other words, there is a continuity between our life now and our life in the future with God. So everything that impacts this is part of the mission. Uh, you know, I think it's important that we remember also that mission isn't just to fill your head with a lot of information. Yeah. Mission is to meet the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, mm. to, to meet him as a partner, um, as a companion. As someone who will save you, will take you through life, into his future, he's the only one who owns the future, and he's the only one who can take us there. Therefore, he said, "No one, no one, comes into my future yeah. without me."
0: You know, and I, I see a vital part of our mission is connecting our friends with that Jesus figure, absolutely, and and introducing them and
1: and so that they can become familiar with each other. Yeah. I think it is important also to remember that the church is made up of volunteers. They, they, they are all individuals who have chosen chosen Jesus Christ as their savior. They've chosen the life that he offers. So it's a personal choice they have made of, of a companionship with Jesus Christ uh, from here on, never-endingly. And I think it's it's important that mission becomes an invitation to join with Jesus Christ in the walk through life here and now and into the future. It's important that people should feel. You know, we look at the world which surrounds us. Everything is so uncertain. Mm -hmm. We have wars and rumors of wars, if you wish. There are so many things which are ugly out there and so many things which destabilizes and creates lack of certainty and lack of hope.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And there are... Masses of people who have no hope. Yeah. Jesus Christ is the heart of hope. Yeah. And so we 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 must communicate the sense of security, the sense of assurance, the sense of hope, the sense of it's a good life
0: yes. with Christ.
1: Yeah. To people.
0: And there is a future. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not just confined to 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 the hopelessness. That, that surrounds us now. That's
1: it. Yeah. This is why I think it, it, through all of our engagements, everything we do as a church, that it is not only filling the mind with information, there will always be some information that will come, yeah. but there is also the value of, of, of companionship with somebody who loves you deeply. You know, the greatest discovery any person can make is to discover that somebody loves you.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Christ is that person
0: Yeah, it's a wonderful concept isn't it and in a sense it's it's hard to imagine how somebody could stay silent about that yes and and not have it embedded in all that they do and I guess that's the wonderful role of the church isn't it
1: and I think if you translate this to the local church local congregation the local congregation must ask themselves or itself the people must deliberately plan and ask how can we best engage Where we are in our local area, how can we best communicate this this wonderful life to people? Because there are people who are looking for friends, people who are looking for, for hope and security. How can we communicate this where we are? And that becomes a locally owned plan by that congregation.
0: Exactly. Now, this concept of engagement, that's something I'd like to explore with you a little more, but right now we're just going to take a break and we'll be back with more of Ministry in Motion. (music) Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic, the priorities of the local church, and our guest is Pastor Jan Paulson. Pastor Paulson, just before the break, we were ex- about to explore the concept of engaging, how, th- how the church can and perhaps even should engage with the community. Yeah. What, what, what can you share with us about those possibilities and those opportunities?
1: Well, you know, I have seen churches, local congregations do wonderfully well in this respect. Mm-hmm. I have seen local congregation fail totally in yeah. this respect. Yeah. The church, the local congregation, now we are looking at the local community, Yes, can become a very, almost imprisoned, but a very isolated community. They think of themselves, they live basically for them, they become a kind of a club internally among yes. themselves, yeah. and they look after each other's interests.
0: And like, there's, there's more than a hesitancy of... Reaching out into the community, yeah. there's, there's an aloofness there,
1: isn't there? There is. There is. There is that. I think it's very important for the local congregation to remember that we are here. Christ said, I want you to be a light. I want you to be like salt. I want you to be like leaven. Mm-hmm. But all of that presupposes an environment in which you function. Yes. You can't just be salt and, 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 and have contact with nothing. Yes. Or light which shines nowhere. Exactly. It, has, it presupposes your engagement in a community of people. And, you know, I'm also struck by the fact that uh, the New Testament story of, of Jesus and the three disciples on the Mount of Transfiguration. And uh, they had had this wonderful revelation of, of, of heavenly dimensions up there. And Peter overwhelmed, say, Lord, we ought to build some cabin up here and we could stay here. And Christ said, No not a good idea exactly let's go down among the people yes that is where Christ wants us to be among people people who don't know him yeah there may be some nasty stuff out there so be it's okay that's humanity but the church needs to become integrated into the community in which it is placed I think it's important for the church to own to understand and own the concerns of the people in the community where they are placed. And the community may may see the Seventh-day Adventist Church there as friends, people who care about us. People, if the community lay plans, they want to talk with the church. The church want to talk with the community leaders. There needs to be an interaction. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we run the danger that the church becomes an isolated enclave. And that was never Christ's idea. The church should never be living in isolation from the community in which it is placed. Yes. It has all kinds of possibilities, but we have to be open and explore them. How can we relate to it? Exactly.
0: You know, I wonder, for somebody who who may challenge you on this point and say, how do you stop the church from being tainted? Because we we have the concept of the, the church having moral... Yeah. expectations yeah. and so forth in many areas. And it's not to say that the community is immoral, no, no. but there's different values. Okay. How do we prevent the church from,
1: from well, suffering in this I regard? Don't, I don't think there is any, any safe and sure method by which you do that. But at the same time, please let's not be paranoid about this. Yeah. Christ, did he protect himself? He moved very freely among people, among sinners. He was known as a friend of sinners. But... No one really uh, uh, associated evil with him as such. Exactly. So it's it's possible to mix among people and be, to the people with whom you mix, be a friend, a genuine friend who cares about them. I mean, the one thing about Jesus Christ was he cared wonderfully and profoundly for people. He was a friend to losers. Yeah. We have so many losers in society today, for one reason or
0: other—forgotten,
1: yeah. ignored, or under some sort of dependencies, drugs or otherwise—they are losers in society. They need to know that the Seventh-day Adventist Church in your community is a friend of theirs. They are open to them. They want them to come in, welcome. Them. You know what I'd love to—I would love to see—I would love to see a situation in which a stranger walks past the Seventh-day Adventist church on a Saturday morning when we have our service. Here's the singing going on. What kind of people, what's going on here? And he just simply, on the spur of the moment, spontaneously walks in, sits down. An hour and a half later, he leaves and he says, you know, I'd like to come back. Exactly. i like to come back. Yeah. Something was transmitted yeah. in by friendliness, by, by there may even have been a, a church community lunch to crown it all. Exactly. But something happened that said, "Look, we're your friends. We don't want to live our lives in isolation from you. Please come and be part of us." Mm. And every local congregation must examine how they can best express that. And could I say something else?: Sure: Sure. This may on occasions mean that members of the local congregation becomes involved in the politics. Of the community, even holding an elected office in the politic, in, in the local government. Typically,
0: we've shied away from that, haven't
1: we? Well, we have unnecessarily yeah. shied away from it. Yeah. I think it is it it's it is it is good for us. Yeah. If we have a a standard of ethics, morality, um, uh, uh, and and integrity that should make us a positive influence in the community I think we should courageously move in and become part of the creative force of the community. Exactly and you know in some ways
0: we we may even derail our whole mission emphasis Mm -hmm. by lack of that engagement and by uh, assuming or receiving positions of leadership in the community as well which is is a tragic
1: scenario Yeah. I think in, in you know, the larger international scene, I think that there are so many needs crying out for somebody to be a voice for them, yes. poverty. Yeah.
0: You
1: know, I think it's a shame. We have some of the, some, some of the well-known uh, pop musicians of the world, uh, Bono, U2, and, 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 and uh, there are many with him. Um, speaking up for the poor. Yes. I think it's fine. It's great to have to do that. I want the church to be a voice for the poor, a voice for the disenfranchised, a voice for the oppressed. They, they, they need somebody who can speak for them, and nobody's better place to do that than the Christian church.
0: Exactly. And it was the model that Jesus employed yeah. himself, and yeah. I really appreciate the point that you made earlier that, that, that Jesus was there for the so-called losers, oh. you, you know, and uh, he in a sense even made himself vulnerable to
1: those, sure. the losers and the disenfranchised and so forth. And I would say to my, to my church members, don't be afraid, yes. just don't be afraid. Just be loyal to Christ, yeah. loyal to, and, and uh, be true to yourself, be loyal to Christ and then share him widely, mm. go out, mix with people. Mm. So,
0: so far we've looked at mission and engaging with the community and they're closely connected. There's a third topic I'd like to s- explore with you on spirituality. Uh-huh. But let's take a break and we'll be right back with more of Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is the priorities of the local church and our guest is Pastor Jan Paulson. Pastor Paulson, just before the break, we were going to approach spirituality. Because in the the Christian sense, we all desire a a closer experience with Jesus Christ. But this can have some positive, obviously, benefits and spin-offs, but there can also be some some negatives. In this period, I'd like to explore
1: that with you. Okay.
0: So, spirituality.
1: Yeah. Uh, Could I first say that, um, you know, we talked earlier about mission. Yes. I believe that mission is the setting for spiritual growth by that I mean when the church is involved in mission the framework the setting is in place for the church to grow spiritually the pursuit of spiritual growth, growth separated from mission separated from the engagement in mission so Uh, would you see mission
0: as a prerequisite
1: for spiritual growth? I think that mission to, in my understanding, mission creates the environment, the climate in which spiritual growth is obtained. I don't set anything first or second here because people will engage in mission only who are spiritually driven. So there is is obviously a presence of Christ and a presence of motivation and a presence of spiritual gifts. So obviously this is already there. One doesn't necessarily run ahead of each other, but the point I want to make is that Pursuit of spirituality without engagement in mission becomes a um, a strange kind of undertaking where you just simply sit there and polish something that you have for yourself and you are unable to function in the role that Christ said, I want you to function. I want you to do this for me. Almost like a, a pointless exercise yeah. in some respects. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I think that... Once the church is clear about its mission mandate, there is a growth in mission which takes place naturally. Mm. You engage and you seek the Lord for a better understanding of what you should do. You engage, you seek the Lord for the spiritual gifts and powers to be able to do it. They run parallel to each other. But I believe all spiritual growth must find expression in stronger and greater engagement in mission. Otherwise, we are just simply polishing the brass of a isolated community which live basically for themselves. And that is not my church.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So how do you see
0: a local church building the spirituality of its members?
1: I think the local church uh, and I would think uh, I would think very properly through its uh, through its own church church board church councillor whether they have another uh, council for mission and outreach in this forum in the local church where they have set up an initiative to develop its program towards the community its its engagements for christ in to the public yes. that they in that same context define uh, how can we have a parallel nurturing program going that will care for the needs of our own people, care for our own uh, members. It sounds practical and functional. I think it is. I think it's doable, but you've got to be very deliberate. Spirituality doesn't take care of itself. You have to have a program. You have to have an initiative, uh, defined steps that you will pursue in order to service, if you wish, the spiritual needs of your congregation. What would you see those steps being? Well, I would say this. The local congregation, which knows its own members, they know the needs which are there. They know if there are things which 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 is tearing the church apart, things which are dividing the church. Uh, if there are local strife, local difficulties, if there is, uh, yeah, well, there can be so many things. Whenever yes. people live together, and the closer you live together, something will happen. People yeah. will misunderstand each other, and you will have a little bit of bickering and maybe fighting going on. The, church, the local church needs to look at these things and say, how can we resolve these things? How can we settle it? You have to have a climate and an environment that is cordial and warm and genuine and that is capable of loving people.
0: You know, it sounds to me that, as though you're describing, not only does the church need to engage with the community, but the members of the church really need to engage with each yes, other. Do. They and do. when there are issues, address them seriously. Exactly. Not paper over them, not not just take space and this type of thing, but engage with one another.
1: That's right. Yeah. And one one other point, uh, Anthony, in this connection is in the pursuit of spirituality. I think it's very important also that the um, that we don't develop a climate in the church where we begin to measure each other's spirituality. Yes. Having opinion about the spiritual strength of somebody else is a useless exercise.
0: Yeah. And a really. dangerous one. It's too. dangerous, but it is, yeah.
1: it's ultimately a discredit yes. to our Lord. Yes. We should accept one another affirm one another, support one another, and nurture one another. Exactly. We should love one another because we need no, none of us can, can afford to, to, to live without, um, we won't survive without the love and affection and attention of somebody else. Exactly. That's the community living. Now, we've just got
0: seconds left. And just in those few seconds, I was wondering if you could just describe to us, from your mind's eye, what your ideal church looks like. Okay. Ideal congregation. Right.
1: I think that, I think of the words of the prophets, Um, words of the Lord when he, uh, when the prophet communicate what the Lord expected of his people. Yes. To love mercy, to do justly, and to walk humbly with God. Listen to God. Let him direct your life. Be kind and compassionate to one another. And in it all, carry humility as you go about your duty. Thank you. Thank you. Words of insight, words of
0: wisdom. We really appreciate it, Pastor Paulson. Thank you so much for coming on Ministry in Motion. And we'd like to thank you as well for joining us for this program of Ministry in Motion. Remember that you can access this full program on our website, ministryinmotion.tv. On that website, you'll find all of the programs that we've ever produced and also a number of other resources that you'll find helpful. So whether you're a pastor, an elder, a congregational leader, Ministry in Motion is here for you. We'd love to hear your feedback as well. Feedback at ministryinmotion.tv. But until next time, may God richly bless you.